I'd like to welcome Brody Hahn to episode 105 of the Will Ford Show. Brody was a three-year starter at quarterback from Muskingum University and recently announced on Instagram his decision to transfer uh, to transfer to Ohio Northern for his senior year. And he joins the show now to talk about the next step in his educational and football career. Brody, thank you so much for being a guest on the show. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Not too bad, man. Doing pretty good. Uh, how's quarantine been treating you since the, the COVID-19 pandemic forced Muskingum to close for the semester? It's been weird, you know, finishing finishing my junior year online, um, but getting used to it now and kind of getting to getting into a groove. Yeah, it's certainly very def- uh, very different. The first couple of weeks, I think it was kind of difficult to kind of get used to, but... But yeah, but now that it's all done, it's certainly nice. It's certainly a relief for sure. How did exams go for you? Pretty well. Um, I feel like most professors were kind of lenient on how they graded their classes after we went to the remote learning and made it a lot easier for them. So uh, you had the opportunity to cap off quite possibly the greatest career a Muskingum quarterback has put together and cement your legacy as the greatest Muskingum quarterback of all time, but... Why did you want to leave to leave Muskingum, and what factors ultimately led to your decision to to continue your football career elsewhere? Yeah, um, you know, I had a had a fun time, I had a great time every every game at Muskingum. You know, I love the love the teammates, love the loved a lot of the guys, loved everybody on campus. But um, there were just some issues within the team um, that I felt kind of weren't going to lead itself to be a successful senior season for me and for the team. And I felt like, you know, I've worked my whole life to play college football. And then three years of college football, I've only got one left and I wanted to make it the best I could. When, when you decided it wasn't your best in your best interest to return, what was that process like trying to figure out uh, where you wanted to continue? Did you have to consider schools that lined up with the degree you were pursuing and, um, you know, what teams maybe had a a starting job potentially open at quarterback? What, what was that whole process like in trying to figure out where you wanted to go next? Yeah, that, one of the biggest things was, you know, finding a place where my credits would transfer fairly easily and, you know, I would be able to stay in the same degree that I wanted, get my, get my business degree and, um, and also it was, it was a little, it was definitely, you know, looking at a place that still had a good football program, had a winning culture, and was able to compete this year that, you know, I have a chance to come in and start if I come in and beat out the guys that are returning. Now, have you had much contact with the the people at ONU, the coaching staff and Coach Dean Paul and and some of your your new teammates that that are down there? Yeah, I've talked to Coach Paul. Actually, the receivers coach, uh, Coach Cruzen, is a former Muskingum coach. So he's he's a uh, he was he was here for my freshman season at Muskingum. Mm-hmm. And so me and him have a really good relationship, and he was kind of what drew me to Ohio Northerns. And um, you know, I've talked to some of the guys there, and they seem really excited. And everybody seems to think that we've got a really good shot of winning the league next year. So you talked about there's there's some issue there were some issues within Muskingum's program and stuff and you you don't have to elaborate too much on this but did it have anything to do with maybe some possible recruit new recruits coming in and obviously you had a teammate who played significant time last year in Jordan Garrett 
and you guys kind of shared playing time a little bit. Did that have anything to do with your decision to leave, just wanting to have a full starting role and to be on the field uh, as much as possible? It definitely did. Um, I wouldn't say the recruits as much, but um, definitely I felt, you know, through my three years, I felt that I've showed every time that I've been on the field that, you know, I felt that I was the best option for Muskingum to win the football game. And, you know, being out there for my sophomore and junior seasons only a little over half of the time was disappointing, um, to say the least. And I just didn't want to go through that in my last year of football. What what was the the the, the biggest deciding factor in, in choosing Ohio Northern? Was it the, the coaching staff and the team they already have in place there, or was it was it some other factor that made you decide, hey, ONU is the place I want to go play football? I think I think it was a lot to do with you know they've got a they've they've had a great winning culture over the last sixteen years that Coach Paul has been the head coach there and he's a, he's a very well respected coach and I think that I can learn a lot from him and um, I think the guys that they're bringing back are extremely talented and really disciplined and I think that you know hopefully if I win the starting job here that I can be what they need to kind of take them to the next level and get them to the playoffs and that's interesting that you noted coach Paul's experience at ONU he's been there for 16 going on 17 years and coach Yider at Muskingum this will be uh, this coming year will be his third year at the helm for the Muskies what's the the difference even though you have you've had limited contact with coach Paul what's what do you think the difference is between uh, the experience that coach Yider brought to Muskingum and then the experience you're going to be going to uh, at Ohio Northern with coach Paul I think Coach Paul brings just a lot of a lot of discipline. He knows what he wants out of his players, and he knows how to get it out of them. Um, you know, I think that's probably something that he had to to work on during his early years of his coaching. But I definitely think now that he's been coaching for 16 years, that he's kind of figured out the best way to do things, and I think it shows on the field. You mentioned that ONU's got a, a great program, great team, and last year their rushing attack, uh, they were ranked third in the OAC last year. You've got Christian Williams and Brock Martin in that backfield. How strong, how will that strong running game, do you think, benefit you as a passer if you win that starting job? I definitely think it'll help a lot. Um, you know, teams, when they face Ohio Northern, usually load the box pretty heavily. Um, I know that's what we tried to do at Muskingum when we played them. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that those guys, Brock, Martin, and Christian Williams, can, you know, drink a huge runoff at any time. So um, the more people are worried about your run game, the more it's going to open up your pass game. And I think that's just going to make their abilities really make it a lot easier on any quarterback who's in there. Now, you're going to be going in competing with a handful of other quarterbacks for the starting job this season. What do you expect to see out of out of the competition for that for that starting job in training camp and in summer workouts? No, I don't. I don't know the quarterbacks very well. Um, I've talked to Trevor McConnell, their backup from last year, who's returning. Um, 
and I know they're bringing in a couple really good, a couple guys that, that they feel are really good quarterback recruits. Um, but I just, you know, expect there to be great competition every day of practice. Um, I hope those guys push me as much as I push them, and I hope that you know, there's it's a situation where we all feel comfortable with however the depth chart shakes out, and we're able to learn from each other and support each other because if, if we've got guys that are bitter or feel resentment towards other guys in the quarterback room, that just won't just won't be very cohesive for the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So have summer camps and, and workouts at ONU been affected by the COVID-19 pandemic? Have you kind of had to put things on halt or have you had m- many conversations about that stuff? Well, they, they've set um, some workout programs, which I'm sure, you know, all colleges have at this point. Um, but since there's nothing really on campus, it's just kind of, you know, get your workouts in wherever you can at home. Um, just, just trying to stay as active as possible. And uh, hopefully that things clear up here pretty soon and we're able to get back on summer so I can work out with some of the guys and, you know, start building that bond for coming season. Now, what have you been doing this off season since you, you can't really work out with your teammates and stuff. What have you been doing to, to keep your game sharp, work on your, your mechanics and, and get stronger? Yeah. Um, one of my really good friends is, uh, he's, he's a receiver at the university of Harvard. So, um, we've been working out together and, getting together and I'll throw to him for about an hour or two, a couple days a week. So me and him are kind of keeping each other sharp and um, trying to stay on top of everything together. So your skill set is pretty unique just with your ability to, to move in the pocket. You have amazing spatial awareness and I've always called you a wizard whenever we broadcast games on WMCO and I love your play style, but what part of your game do you think is going to translate uh, most effectively to ONU's offense and make that offense, turn that offense, what it was last year was a bottom five passing attack into maybe a top five passing attack in the OAC next year? I think um, my experience, you know, I've started 30 games in the OAC. I've, I've played against teams like John Carroll and, and Mount Union and Baldwin Wallace three times. So I'm used to used to those guys and used to the speed of the game, and I think that um, that's really going to help me kind of slow things down for this offense and really you know get the ball to the right guys at the right time, and you know, hopefully you know hopefully we've got a top three, top two offense in the league. I definitely think we've got the players and we've got the coaches to do it. So it'll be very exciting to see how it shakes out. That's interesting that you noted your experience because you've got an opportunity now to be a four-year starter between two different schools. Where do you think you've seen the most significant improvement in your game from your first pass in college to now? Is it going through progressions whenever you're in the pocket, identifying the defense at the line of scrimmage, your spatial awareness, accuracy, mechanics, footwork, or is it is it just as simple as the experience? What is it for you? I think my footwork's um, improved a lot. Um, from my freshman year to my from, to now, um, you know, I, I work out with a, a quarterbacks coach over the summer, um, 
he played at Mount Union in the 90s and played in the NFL for a little bit. So he's been helping me since I was in fifth or sixth grade um, with all my mechanics and stuff. And, and he know, he's noted that um, it seems that I move be- I'm moving better in the pocket than I ever have. And uh, I think that kind of just comes with experience and understanding, like, where guys are coming from and what our blocking scheme looks like and how I'm able to maneuver in the pocket. And Muskingum last year had actually a a pretty solid offensive line. It was a young offensive line with uh, a couple upperclassmen, but it was a pretty solid offensive line. Um, What do you expect to see out of the offensive line at at Ohio Northern? Um, Well, as far as I know, I believe they're bringing uh, three, three returning starters back and from everything I've talked with the coaches about, um, they have a couple guys that they expect to jump right into the lineup and be as good as the starters were last year. So um, they've always had a really good offensive line, really big offensive line. Um, and I think I, I think those guys are going to do a great job next year. Now, how, how does an offensive line make things so much easier, especially a strong offensive line that allows you to to have, you know, three or four seconds to, to make a couple of reads instead of just having to always look to your first option, and that's kind of what you're limited to. How does an offensive line help you kind of just give you that much more time and, and be a better quarterback? Makes it just, it's, it's a lot easier when you know that, you know, you see, a, you see maybe a guy coming off the edge and, and you know that your offensive line is smart enough and athletic enough to get out there and make that block. So it, it keeps you calm in the pocket knowing that, you know, these guys up front, they know what they're doing. They've, they've got me. Um, and that's something that um, is really going to make my life a lot easier as well as, you know, the whole offense. Cause if, if we've got guys coming through the line untouched, you know, we can't really push the ball down the field. So, it kind of makes us a lot more one-dimensional. Right. Um, so when we're able to, when the line is able to give, you know, any quarterback time, it, it allows them to push the ball down the field and kind of open up the offense. So Muskingum next year is playing at Ohio Northern in week two. And I know this is very forward thinking. You still have to go out there and compete for the starting job. But if you do, earn the starting job, you're going to be playing against Muskingum, your former team, in week two. What will that game and that moment be about for you when you step on the field to, to face your former brothers and your former team? I think that's going to be a special time. Um, you know, every OAC game is, is really important, and, you know, all the teams in the OAC are able to beat almost anybody else, and um, it'll, be, it'll be really special to see, you know, the guys that, I've played in practice against for three years, actually get to go up in a game against them and, you know, see some of those guys again. But I definitely think it'll be a fun experience. Now, what are you going to miss about Muskingum as a whole? Is it the guys on the football team? Is it uh, just being on that, that beautiful campus? What is, what is the one thing for you that you're going to miss about Muskingum the most? I think the biggest thing would probably just be, like, the people I've met and, like, the friends I've made. Um, And not necessarily just on the football team. Like, I've got a lot of friends on the basketball team and the baseball team and 
couple good friends on the volleyball team. So, um, you know, those, those are people that I've built relationships up with these last three years. And, you know, it sucks that it's coming to an end. Um, but you know, I think that a lot of them, they see this as a good opportunity for me to be as successful as I can be. Um, you know, on the football field and in the classroom. So, I think I think that there's just great people all over the campus, and anybody there knows that. Yeah, for sure. Now, I kind of want to transition to a little get to know you segment uh, for this episode of the Will Ford Show. Just get to know Brody Hahn a little bit and um, shift a little bit away from your football career, but. Uh, do you have a favorite NFL team? I know we just recently had the NFL draft and, and things like that. So what's your favorite team in the NFL? Yeah, my uh, my whole family were big, big Cleveland Browns fans. Mm-hmm. Um, we had we had season tickets when we were younger. So I was always going up to games with my dad and, you know, my brother and my, my, my mom. Uh, so we're, we're huge Browns fans, you know, till the day we die at a so hopefully they turn it around here soon. Yeah, as you say, as much as it may hurt sometimes to be a Browns fan, you're, you're still loyal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For uh, sure. They had a, a pretty solid draft this year. I know they brought in Grant Delpit, who was like a borderline first-round pick, and maybe if he had came out of the out of college last year, could have been a top-five pick in the draft. So you got a good right. pick there. But they had a pretty good offseason, brought in some good talent, and they have – I mean, as long as they, they put their baggage behind them, they, there's no reason why they couldn't be a playoff team. Absolutely. I think uh, I think the new coaching staff is going to help a lot. I think that it, it seemed like they were just kind of all over the place last year. Everything was chaotic, and there wasn't a lot of structure. That, you know, with the offseason additions and, you know, everybody that got through the draft and the new coaching staff, I think, I think it'll be really interesting to see how they do this year. Is there a particular NFL quarterback that you admired growing up and and maybe tried to model your your play after as you try to develop as a, as a quarterback in your career? Yeah, uh, I mean, I I, lo- I loved a lot of different quarterbacks growing up. Watched them and kind of tried to model my game after some of them. Um, but to pick one, oh, maybe Brett Favre. I loved watching Brett Favre really? play and just. Just the passion he played with and his attitude towards the game, and it was really fun to watch. Is there any other any other quarterbacks? Because you said you you know you had a, I had a lot you liked to watch growing up. So I, I, as when I grew, was growing up playing football, I was more of a running back until about middle school. Oh, okay, so that's interesting. I loved watching Michael Vick play. Um, it was just so electrifying to watch him just outrun people, make people miss, just his ability to do anything on that football field, basically anything he wanted. It was so fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Might quite possibly the most electrifying quarterback we've ever seen and um, Lamar Jackson now might be trying to take that title, but right. um, but yeah, certainly that's a good pick right there. Um so we're going to do a little like this or that segment, kind of like a would you rather. We've got a handful okay. of questions here. This or that, Beats or AirPods? AirPods, actually, I've got them in right now. So, oh, nice. Um, 
Yeah. There you go. Uh, Netflix or Hulu? Hulu. Uh, I, I love Hulu. Is it? I, I think it's the it, best. Is it because you can watch shows after they've been aired on TV, like the very next day? I know that's one of the main differences I've heard, but why Hulu? I'm more of a, a TV show kind of. Like, I would rather sit down and watch, you know, a couple episodes of a TV show than watch a movie. Yeah. And I think that I think they've got a better they've got a better selection of TV shows where Netflix, I think, has the upper hand on the movies selection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vacation spot, beach or mountains? Mountains, for sure. I am not a big fan of the beach. Um, I make I make a big big deal about it every time that we've been to the beach as a family um but you know we went down to uh smoky mountains one year and that was definitely my favorite vacation i've ever had which is your preference coke products or pepsi products i actually i don't think i've had any pop since like seventh grade really yeah i i don't like the to me, it's not, it's not like the taste or anything or that it's, you know, the the nutrition. I just like, can't stand the carbonation. Like, yeah. the carbonation just messes my stomach up. That is so funny you say that because growing up, I was, like, the exact same way. It wasn't the taste or anything like that. It just, I just couldn't handle the carbonation, really. And right. as I've gotten older, I've, like, I can drink a Mountain Dew here and there or a Sprite or anything, but I, I really don't drink much pop either, man. That's crazy. So if there was another sport you would play besides football, what sport would you play? Well, growing up, I played um, basketball and baseball. And through high school, I played those two as well. And I ran track in middle school. Um, so I would probably have to say baseball. But um, I think I think the sport that would be most interesting to play would be hockey. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. So exciting, so much fun, fast pace. Um, but I just, I can't skate. I can't yeah. skate. So <laughs> that, that'll be the big really learning curve. Play. Yeah, for sure. But it's similar to football, though. You still get to hit people. So, oh, yeah. There you go. Um, and now, uh, unfortunately, we never had you on the Muskie Sports Blast last year during football season. But this is the one question that I always ask every guest that came on the show. And it's the island question. I'm not sure if you've heard it or not, but if you were stranded on a deserted island and you could only have three items with you on the island, what three items would you have? Oh, uh, this one's a thinker for that. sure. Yeah. Um, oh, it can be survival I, items. It can be comfort. Whatever you want it to be. Yeah. I. I well, okay. So first, I think I would need. Some sort of knife, some sort of knife to stay alive, kind of, you know, help me, help me survive there. Um, whew, that's tough. Um, I would probably say, I'd say my phone, even though you know it might not get any reception, but yeah, I, that, that, make it work. You got the games I on will, your phone at least. Yeah, I will say I, I feel like I'm always on my phone. Um, and then probably, oh, that's tough. Probably some sort of, some sort of football or a basketball or something to keep me busy. You know, when I get really bored, kind of just 
play around with, mess around with. Maybe a soccer ball, actually. Probably a soccer ball. Just to kick something around and chase after it? Yeah, keep me busy, kind of get my mind off of things. There you go. Now, uh, last question that I have for you is, what's the one thing the one thing you're most looking forward to in this opportunity to go to Ohio Northern next year? I know there's a, there's a chance it could be, you know, that's still the, the online learning and stuff. We don't know how this COVID-19 pandemic is going to shake out. But in a perfect world, you, you show up on Ohio Northern's campus next year. What's the, the one thing you're most looking forward to? I think just going in there, going into every game and, and knowing that, you know, we've got the players to beat any team that shows up on the field across from us. Um, you know, that wasn't, wasn't always the case at Muskingum. Um, you know, there were, there were some teams that you could always just tell that were more talented teams like Mount Union and, and John Carroll. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think that, and the talent that Ohio Northern has that, you know, if, if we play well and you know, things go our way, I think that we can beat any team that, that comes across the field from us. It's certainly going to be different seeing you in another uniform next year, but I just want to wish you best of luck in your senior year at ONU. And I, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. And it was a lot of fun. And I really appreciate you being willing to, be on my show and talk about, you know, the next step in your your career at quarterback and your football career. Yeah, of course. It's awesome. Be safe and take care, and I look forward to seeing you on the field next year. Thank you. A big thank you to Brody Hahn for being a guest on the Will Ford Show. A lot of fun, great dude, great person, and I wish him the best of luck in the next chapter, the final chapter of his football career at Ohio Northern University. Brody holds numerous records as a quarterback for Muskingum, Total offense in one game, total offense in a season, passing yards in one season. He's first all-time in career total offense with 6,376 yards, tied first all-time with 30 passing touchdowns in a career, and is second all-time at Muskingum in career passing yards. He's one of the greatest athletes in the history of Muskingum athletics, and he'll conclude the final chapter of his football career as an Ohio Northern polar bear. Thanks for listening. Follow the show on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And I'll see you again soon. This is WFS, The Will Ford Show.